Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody, here in the Northland on the what has the potential to be a record-breaking warm day in the Northland. That that sounds almost bizarre to even say, but but it's great. Anyway, a couple of things going on today. Don't forget, today is the last Wednesday of the month, and we're going to have uh, our friend uh, Peter Wood with Let the Sawdust Fly in the second hour. He's going to have with him today David Abbott, a reporter and the editor of the Southland Logging Times. It's going to be some interesting discussions about logging and what's going on around the country. That's going to be in the second hour today. And then on top of everything else, during the third hour, right after the news break at the bottom of that hour, about 1.35 or so, we're going to have Congressman Ron Johnson from the great state of Wisconsin, not Congressman, Senator Ron Johnson. I don't want to you know, make the guy lower than he is. Senator Ron Johnson from the great state of Wisconsin. And he's going to talk a great deal about the uh, the efforts uh, to control the flow of illegal immigrants at the southern border, the uh, efforts to uh, impeach Mayorkas for lack of following through to do anything on that border, and a number of other things that are coming up. But So we've got lots of things going on today. Um, and then, to top it all off, I want to I want to read you this because I just got this from our 8th District Congressman, Pete Stobbert. You know that uh, here in the state of Minnesota, during the last legislative session, Governor Walls, first of all, told the people of Minnesota, eh, you know, I'm going to give you a couple of three, two, three thousand dollars back of your money. Yeah, we're going to we're going to get you a big rebate. We're going to issue a rebate of your of your own tax money. Well, that 2000 or better ended up actually to be nothing more than a couple of two, three hundred dollars. Um, it was very minuscule amount. But even then, the state of Minnesota didn't do a proper job to what, what would be the word I'm looking for? Coordinate. Yeah. Coordinate with the federal IRS to make sure that this money was not taxed to you on a federal basis. Because the state of Minnesota said, hey, it's your money. We're not going to, you've already paid taxes on it once. We're not going to charge you again. Well, our Congressman Pete Stauber has been working on this now for over a month and a half. And unfortunately, he got the final word from IRS Commissioner Werfel Uh, just uh, a day or so ago. And I'll read you right off of his press release here. After over a month of working to resolve the issue of Minnesota's being federally taxed on their state rebate checks, Congressman Pete Stauber from the 8th District received a final answer from the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS. The IRS concluded that Minnesota's state rebate checks would still be federally taxed due to the DFL-led state legislature's failure to tie them to federal disaster relief. Remember, that's really what that money was, was it was a return of the huge amount of money that came flowing to different organizations um, due to the COVID relief spending uh, by Democrats in Washington, D.C. 
on on this unfortunate decision, Congressman Stauber stated, while I am disappointed with the overall outcome, I am grateful for IRS Commissioner Werfel and his team for working with my staff and myself on this issue. We had a shared goal to not double tax Minnesotans. But unfortunately, the IRS could not overlook the careless legislative mistakes made by the governor and the DFL legislature. The fact remains that the state surplus was a result of out-of-control COVID relief spending by Democrats in Washington. This taxpayer money was sent to state capitals around the country and now is being taxed. This is an insult to the hardworking uh, people of Minnesota. And Minnesotans are some of the hardest, highest taxed citizens in the United States. So it's a shame that the governor and the DFL legislature failed to coordinate And uh, during this last session. They had the trifecta going, you know, the governorship, the Senate, the House. Uh, they blew through $17.6 billion surplus like it was uh, taking money out of your own wallet, which it was. Uh, but anyway, that's the final outcome. Uh, uh, the background to this is that uh, uh, it was the first announced that Minnesotans would be federally taxed on their rebate checks. And uh, Congressman Stauber immediately sent a letter to Commissioner Werfel, uh, asked that they reexamine this, uh, that we're the highest tax citizens or one of the highest tax states in the country. Stauber and Werfel then had a productive phone call on December 15th. During the call, the following issues were identified in the state's drafting of the legislature. The Walls administration and DFL legislator failed to pass their legislation prior or before May 11th, which was the date the Biden administration stated that exemptions related to the pandemic would end. And so because of that, this whole thing worked out, and now the IRS is saying, look, uh, maybe you uh, can understand that you, you think your state is overtaxed. However, your uh, leaders, governor, legislators didn't do their job uh, to coordinate this uh, pittance, in my estimation, a, a, a meager pittance of the money that was out there, the $17.5 billion surplus, so, um, when we talk to our, our friend uh, on Friday, uh, our tax guy, I'm sure he's going to tell you the same thing he did last week. Look, it's, it's a minuscule amount of money. You're going to be taxed something like, what, 50 bucks maybe? So, you know, uh, do, do you think the IRS is going to come after you for 50 bucks? Well, they might. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but... Uh, we're not going to get any help from the IRS, from the federal government on this one. You know, what? Democrats feel that once they've taken a tax from you, once they've taken money out of your wallet, they're never going to give it back if they don't have to. That's my opinion on this situation anyway. So, uh, Kenny, how was your uh, day? Did you uh, get any suntanning in yesterday during the wonderful weather in the afternoon? Oh, no, no. We don't do suntanning no. this time of the year, no. 30, <laughs> 35 was the official high in Duluth yesterday, and like you were saying earlier, uh, currently it's 37 in Canal Park, but you were saying earlier, we will challenge our record high today in Duluth. Yeah. 48 is the record back in 1892. Ooh. We're talking 132 years uh, that record is held, and let's hope it holds. I don't like breaking those old records. That's just me. I'm kind no, of weird. 
Yeah, you know, I, so I don't know if we're going to get that high. What is it? Clear skies today in the Northland, or what's the deal? Uh, well, not clear skies. Mostly sunny. There's going to be some clouds, but 45 is the forecast high for Duluth. So okay. close to the record. Okay. Let's hope that that record stands. Uh, just uh, at least I do. International Falls is going to be very close to their record. 45 is the record. 43 is the forecast. Brainerd uh, should be real close to their record of 48. Hibbing. 46 is their record. They're forecasting 44 in Hibbing, and Ashland is already forecasting 47. That would tie the record in Ashland. So, yeah, some very mild uh, weather, Brad, that continues, and there's really no end in sight. But you know what? It looks, for the next week or so, looks great. El Nino's don't last forever. No, that's true. And the uh, and are, you, no, are you saying we may get snow again yet this year? Oh, there's no doubt we're going to get more snow. When and how much, who knows? But uh, NOAA is forecasting this El Nino to loosen its grip uh, maybe in March or April. Um, so we'll see. We just might be mild. You know, I, right up to spring. Something yesterday know. struck me because the backyard where the dog, you know, that's the dog's domain <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. And that's okay. Yeah. Um he it's melting it's messy it's muddy it's it's not nice so we're getting this spring thaw in january well what's going to happen brand it's it's probably going to get cold we're probably going to get a snow depth and we're going to have to go through it again we're going to get two spring melts in one season i don't like this i want it to be cold and frozen at least the ground that's just me i don't know Uh, i'm kind of weird you know, I, I got to tell you, it's it's that way all over the place. My, my dog, Nutmeg, went out this morning. And the lawn lawn is a little wet now because of some of the melting that's been going yeah. on. So she doesn't like to walk her little paws out where it's wet. Yeah. So this morning I got her to take a dump right Ouch. on the sidewalk. <laughs> Brad. No, I didn't get her to do that. That's oh. what she decided to do. She just she <sighs> okay. went out there and said, you know, this sidewalk is nice and dry. Yeah. I don't even have to go anywhere. I'll just take it right here. I think you're supposed Dad to say can clean it up. I think you're supposed to say number two on the radio. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> anyway. Hey, by the way, if I could real quickly, uh today's a big day, Brad, and uh, let me uh jog your memory here. Okay. This is a live version of Buddy on the Ed Sullivan Show. Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Was today the day that that plane crashed? No, and we're not going to talk about the plane crash because today is not that day. Today, Brad, in Duluth, Minnesota, it was a Saturday night, January 31st, 1959, 65 years ago, and the Duluth Armory was rocking with the winter dance party. Buddy Holly, the featured artist, played in Duluth that night. And I got to thinking, you know, that's got to be the biggest concert, historically speaking, ever in Duluth. Thank you, Lulato. Because you had Buddy Holly. Now, when he died, he was 22 years old. Uh, Richie Valens was 17. The Big Bopper was 28. Uh, now, Frankie Sardo, the opening act, he lived to be 77 years old. Dion, who played at that show, Dion and the Bellman, Dion is still alive, yeah. the only surviving member still. Dion is 84. But they died at such a young age, Buddy and Richie and the Big Bopper. 
And yet the Beatles were in a band. Elvis was in the army. And so there wasn't a British invasion, but rock and roll endured. Bob Dylan, Robert Zimmerman was at the concert. He wasn't even Bob Dylan yet. What an era. What a time. Wow. Back wall as you just came in the entryway there. Yeah. Is that was that him standing up there? Or was he in the was he in the little balcony? Remember they had the balcony around the yeah. uh, the armory there, the old yeah. armory? Well, I don't know. I think he was on the floor up front. There are some photographs that uh, are part of uh, uh, that historic concert. You can find them online. The Duluth News Tribune, I think, was uh, uh, the one that put together the story that I saw this morning. But, again, 65 years ago, uh, big Saturday night at the Duluth Armory. Yeah, no Things kidding. were just getting started. And, uh, I, you know, I will say this. And I, I was married previously to my current wife, Jan, who I love very much. But my first wife, her mother, had tickets to go to that concert. Ooh. And she never went. The tickets went unused. What? And I go. remember her telling me that, I said, where are the tickets? She goes, oh, they're in a photo album somewhere. I said, you've got to find those tickets. Now, this was they're worth 35, they're worth 40 years ago. Lot. Yeah. So exactly. somewhere, it, there's unused tickets to that concert. So give me a little bit of the chronology that went on from here. So they left Duluth on a Saturday night or whenever. Yeah, I would assume after the show. Did they then motor down to uh, was or down to uh, was uh, Iowa? Wasn't it Mason City, Iowa, somewhere? Was that the Cl- next Clear show? Lake was the last show. I'm not sure where they went from Duluth. I think a Wisconsin city, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Clear Lake, and yeah, then Clear, Clear Lake, Lake and yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. All right. Now, have you? Did you ever see the? Um, did you ever see the movie about? Uh, uh, oh, what was his name? You said he was seventeen at the time he passed away. Yeah, Richie Valens. Uh, Richie Valens. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? La that Bamba. Was fantastic. La Bamba. Yeah. I, I actually have. It is a good movie, Brad, and the actor escapes me, but he did a fantastic job. Say, we've got Lady O on the phone. Lady O, call Lady. We're just reminiscing about this night, sixty-five years ago, uh, January thirty-first, nineteen fifty-nine. Buddy Holly at the Duluth Armory. Oh my! Yeah, uh, what made it into me, right? You you weren't uh, you were just a little uh, little uh, gleam in the parents' eyes, probably at that time, weren't you? What, what, what was the year? 1960, 59. no, 59, yep. 59. Oh, I was five years old. Yeah, I was 30 months. <laughs> I was sitting in a high chair. Yeah, oh, I was sitting in the sure. high chair. Is that the song that the day the music died? Well, it was fairly close to that. It was a few days later, but... Uh, but, but that, that I was, think he wrote that song, Bye Bye, Miss American Pie, you know, about that plane crash and the, and the day the music died. But we're not talking oh, about so. that, uh, Lady O, because today <laughs> is the day of the concert. Today oh, is the anniversary of the show at the Duluth Armory. Not, not when he died. No, no. but uh, okay. But do, now let me ask you a question: Do you know who put on that concert? Who was the promoter of that concert? No idea. Lou Lotto. No way. Yes, way. 
Wow. Well, he had his hand in a lot of different things. You know, in our community, Duluth Superior, we've got stellar people that just promote. And I think Tracy Lundin's one of them as far as the big venue music things and the the tribute to Bill Bill Sandwick that just was uh, a few days ago. And and just we're trying so hard. And even Jeff Jarvanen, trying to remember before we all forget the – Extremely talented musicians that have come out of this area. Oh, my God. And Was there a ton of them, ton of bands. And Brad Bennett's one of them, too, right? Well, I played in a couple of bands, but I was never big time like uh, so. Uh, the biggest the biggest a- attention I ever got, I got to fill in for George McClellan a couple of times with the Titans. That was my big claim to fame. Wow. Well, you know, you know, back in those days when you and I were, you know, garage band practicing and getting in, that'll never be again in the world. No. That was a real yeah, special you're... time. It really was very special time. Well, you got a lot of special things going on at Lady O'Collins. You got new, brand new witch balls. They came, Brad, my balls. I got them all <laughs> hanging. I got them all named. And I'm going to, you know... Like me uh, and on Facebook, Lady O'Collett's Emporium, and I'm going to do a little walkthrough video and show you all of the balls. And if there's okay. one that you like, they all have names, and you can say, you know, I want that one called Emerald Jade, you know, I'll ship yeah. it to you. Just call me at 218-722-2240, and that's the Emporium, and I'll ship you salves or the Bonagiliad and anything, because people... Sometimes want to just hang around their home. And also, this weekend, I'm hosting two lovely ladies. Uh, one of them is, uh, the, is in a band that everybody would okay. know. And so she's, uh, she's awesome, and her friend is awesome. So they're going to be in the mystical Wolf Moon Cottage experience that's leaning nice. towards uh, Valentine's Day and hearts and love. And we're going to have um, rose hip and hibiscus rose petal tea. And cookies that with you know sweet pink frosting, and you get a private reading from me, and that number is two one eight five nine one seven one nine two for a private experience in my mystical wolf moon cottage. It's like a gypsy's lair, and it's beautiful. I'll treat you like it, royalty. It, it's got to be fantastic. I, I can just imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and so many wonderful things at the store that's still open Thursdays and Fridays, right? Yes, it is, and we have a huge shipment coming in of, of all new, you know, the stock is getting all updated, Dragon's Blood Sage and Sweetgrass Braids and um, Pinon, you know, oil, and even like the, the Palo Santo Hollywood that you see. In, yeah. You know, sometimes on Ancient Aliens, they'll be in Puma Punku or Garen Kuyu, and you'll see uh, they lift the bowl of this wood, it's, it's a, it's a holy wood for spiritual ceremonies to honor deity, and it's, it's supposed to cleanse and purify and open the pathways to the universal Godhead. And so I have that stuff, and, and anything your little heart desires, crystals and books and music and just about everything. Outstanding. Outstanding. Oh, oh, oh God. One guy came in yeah. and he goes, I'm probably at a dead end here, but do you have one of those... Uh, eight balls. Remember the ones from the sixties? You'd shake up. That oh yeah, where well, you'd ask it a question, flip it over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Bill goes right over here. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? 
Yeah, they were great. They were great. And, 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 you know, let's just end this by saying this. You can buy just about anything. You can buy, I've bought my wife clothing, used clothing, believe it or not, that was, that if I had bought it new in a store, would have cost me six times what I had what I paid for it in your store. Designer clothes, and right now I have Irish cloaks, like you'd see right on the moors of Ireland, don't you know? And they're beautiful, yeah. and heavy greens and reds and black and gray, gorgeous blends um, that are machine washable. They're not, you know, the heavy duty wool. And they have the sure. button clasp with a cl- with a piece of fabric that goes across. They're just beautiful. Just got those in. So you never know what Lady O'Collins Emporium is going to have. First Avenue West and Superior Street, two seven two two forty. I love you guys. Love you too. Thank you, thank you, my dear. We got to go to our first break. Don't forget, let the sawdust fly. We'll be on from twelve ten. To about 12.50 today with great guests, lots of good fun. And we'll be back shortly. KDAL time, 11.34, Buddy Holly. This Brad is his debut single. Kind of had that country flair, that country flavor to it, if you will. And a couple of things. I've got some details here. First of all, I was was 18 months old when Buddy Holly uh, played in Duluth in 1959. I was born in July of 57. Yeah, I was in in a high chair when Buddy came to Duluth. Um, Duluth was ninth on the tour of the Winter Dance Party in 1959. Okay. Brad, the shows that were scheduled, I think there were 24 cities. They played every night. They didn't take a night off. At least that was wow. the plan. And then they made it to Clear Lake on February right. 2nd. And that was the last show, of course. But Duluth was ninth on the tour. They played uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on January 23rd. And for every night after, Kenosha, Mankato, Eau Claire, Montevideo, St. Paul, Davenport, Fort Dodge. Then they came to Duluth, and then they went to Green Bay, and then they went to Clear Lake, Iowa. So they were kind of backtracking. Yeah. Because Fort Dodge is not very far from Clear Lake. Yeah, so why, why from Davenport to Fort Dodge to Duluth? Why didn't they get that clear lake in there when they were in Iowa? But, yeah, nonetheless, and maybe there's a story behind that, but um, I just wanted to clarify that I was not 30 months old. I don't know how I arrived at that. I was 18 <laughs> months old. Yeah. Well, I was a junior high kid in Floodwood, Minnesota at the time, but I do remember the I do remember the whole hype about it and all of nice. that at the time. So. Hey, speaking yeah. of hype, and I know we got CBS News, uh, the USA won a gold medal in South Korea this morning, the USA hockey team. Did they? The junior hockey team? Well, this is 15- and 16-year-old year kids. Yeah, the juniors. They yeah, were all right. born in 2008. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you had uh, two local players, one from Superior, one from Hermantown. Jackson Marthler, I think, from Superior, Marthler, and A.J. Francisco from Hermantown oh, were sure. on that team. And U.S. Uh, won gold. 
They beat Czechia, I think that's is how you say it. That's really great. Yeah. You know, that uh, that kind of reminds me that I just saw a story in the Duluth News Tribune, too. You know who won a hockey game in Hermantown the other night? Who's that? Mike Randolph. Oh. The uh, former, former longtime coach at Duluth East High School. Yeah. He's now the coach at St. Thomas Academy. He won that Came game, Came up huh? and beat Hermantown three to nothing. Ooh, when was the last time Hermantown was shut out by another team in their own barn? I don't know. I don't know, but it kind of leads you to believe that Mike Randolph must have something going on. By the way, he just reached his 700th win as a high school Was that coach. the 700th at Hermantown? I believe it was. I, I, I'll look at my, you know, when we go to, we'll Jeez. do this break, and I'll lead my, uh, get my story here, but I think it was the 700th win, yes. Anyway, we'll be right back. KDAL time is 1139, 38 degrees in Canal Park, 36 degrees, I'm sorry, 40 degrees, Brad, in Hibbing. Wow. Yeah, they're already there. Very nice. 40 in Hibbing. Uh, nice. Let's check one more here. Uh, Hayward, 34. And, oh, I stopped there. 41 degrees in <laughs> in Aiken, Minnesota, 41 degrees. Look, I know you got Russ on the phone. I just want to tell you this real quick. I looked this up. He had already won his 700th game on January 6th when his cadets topped Tartan 5-1. to one. Randolph's team, though, right now is ranked Eighth in the state of Minnesota in Class AA. Way to go, Mike. Good stuff. Yep. Well, we've got Mr. Francisco from Marine General, another great name in sporting goods. Uh, well, sports in general, fishing in specific. And uh, crazy, crazy year we've had, haven't we, Russ? I mean, it's just a strange year. It, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it is strange. And we were looking uh, the other day, I seen one of the news programs on weather and, uh, I was telling the guys, we moved over into the store and in, uh, 80, 81, we had a year like this where we just started handling ice fishing. At that time, there were six rods and two augers and two tents and there wasn't much, <laughs> but we had this warm up and, and we were selling more boat parts and stuff than we were selling ice fishing. And we were sort of in that situation this year, 50% of our business now is summer stuff, uh, which is just unheard of in January, but I'm sure it'll get cold again. and It'll go the other direction, but it, uh, it got cold in February and then it warmed up again. It got cold in March, warmed up again. And then it got cold in, in uh, April and May and it didn't warm up much. It sort of stayed the same as it was in March. So we'll see what the, what, what this brings us this year, but it's busy right now. I think people are buying all these specials and, uh, boy, if you're going to go out this weekend, uh, if you're on a, on a lake that has 11, 12 inches of ice, you're probably in pretty good shape walking out. But if you're yeah. on four or five inches, you might consider not going until this cools off again. <clears throat> but anyway, right. it's, uh, it's good. So we've got, uh, Lots of specials. The manufacturers are pulling out all the all the stops. So here, there's there's summer and winter all going out at the same rate time. So so the uh, the rods are all thirty percent off. The lures are thirty percent off as far as uh, tungsten and, and leadhead jigs. Uh, the all the clothing, of course, we're running this at half price. The boots half price, hats, gloves, and mitts half price. Right. All the display tents out front are forty percent off. So the assembled tents out front are going out at forty percent off. You watch your uh, watch your emails. If you get our emails from Marine General or you get them from some of the manufacturers, we're going to have the manufacturers that are selling depth center stuff start to run rebates, and you're going to see rebates from 200 to um, 500 dollars on depth centers. It should start wow. tomorrow. We've been, we've been waiting for the thing to come. We've been watching for two days. I think it's going to start tomorrow sometime. <clears throat> so watch for that. So we'll run boat show specials now, 
and then you can get the $500 on top of it. Uh, so this will be a really great time to buy summer stuff. You need summer stuff. Downriggers, Mag 10 Downriggers, 499 bucks. So we're playing both seasons right now with lots of discounts, and here we go. Well, and, and even clothing, like you said, I mean, you're talking top quality clothing at, in some cases, half off. You can, yep. you know, even if you buy it and put it away for next season, you'd be way ahead of the game. Oh, yeah. And, you know, some of, some of these striker suits and strike master and stuff like that, uh, the clams, they have a zip-out liner, so you can wear the, the outer as rain gear in the spring and the fall especially. And then you can sure. uh, you can wear it all winter. It's waterproof, you know. So it's a pretty good value. You can buy, you know, things that are $300 for 100 and a half and things that are, you know, $150 for half price and buy boots at half price. I mean, it's a pretty good deal. So grab it where you can. You know, when we're out, we're out. We're going to – our plan is to take that stuff down to the deck on uh, the 13th and 14th of February and put it up and sell it at half price for a week and then put it away and convert the store to spring. Well, there you heard it, Northlanders. Wonderful, wonderful sales and opportunities, even though it may have been a kind of a strange winter so far. It's a great time for you to buy everything you need out at Marine General Supply, 15th Avenue East and London Road on the upper side where they've been over 50 years. If you are listening anywhere uh, where we are streaming across the country and you want to get take advantage of some of these great deals at Marine General, uh, just go online, marinegeneral.com. Write this number down right now, 1-800-777-8557. Marine General, they'll ship it right to your door. Hey, we got Tom from Port Wing on the phone. Tom, how are you doing today? Well, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I know you got a busy morning, so I was wondering what happened uh, now with President Trump. Remember, he's got 91 criminal counts against him, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now we had the E. Jean Carroll thing. And how come all of a sudden the Democrats started thinking small, you know, with their Democrat judge and all that, with a lousy $83 million. Now, I looked yeah. up, you know, a million, that's um, a total of six zeros. But it, it goes on from there, Brad. you got billions, then trillions, then quadrillions, and then quintrillions. And it goes oh, all the way God. up to the sextillion. And that has 51 zeros behind it. And that's probably more wealth than there is in the whole entire world, okay, Yeah. of dollars. Yeah. Why didn't they charge him, and it kind of fits in, sex decillion, with uh, this whole horrible case that this woman uh, from way back in ancient history, uh, the 1990s, yeah. had a problem with him, supposedly. So did you see, did you see, did you, did you waste your time watching this uh, Eugene Carroll on uh, Rachel Maddow the other night? No, I did oh my not. God. Oh my God. You know what she had the nerve to say? She looked at Rachel Maddow. She said, you know what? I might buy you a townhouse. Let's go shopping. Brad, here's the thing. She's going to run out of money in a hurry. With the, if she would have gotten 83 sextillion. Uh, that has 51 <laughs> zeros behind it. And, I mean, yeah. she, could, she could really go shopping with that. I mean, they're into the realm of the absurd. They couldn't settle yes. on three or four or maybe six or seven or even nine criminal uh, counts against the man. Why did they stop? That's my question to you. Why did they stop? Oh, I don't know that they're yeah. done yet. But let me tell you this, Tom, with all of this crazy stuff going on, the latest poll just came out this morning. And in South Carolina, which, 
by the way, wasn't Nikki Haley the governor of South Carolina? I believe she was. Yeah. Yes, she anyway, was. yes, the new polls have Trump leading Haley by 35 points. Yeah. I, I hope Eugene <laughs> split some of that money with her and ask her to leave the stage now. <laughs> yeah. Because I think she's done. All right. I think okay. she's done, Thank too. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, thank you. We've got to take our Minnesota news break, and then we'll be back with more here on a Wednesday edition of Sound Off. KDAL time is 11.50, Canal Park, 38 degrees, 30, we don't want to go there, we want to go over here, 39 degrees in Eveleth right now, and there is some sunshine. It's going to be a very mild day, Brad. Yeah, very nice, very nice. The last day of January. Uh, Kenny, can I take uh, 30 seconds uh, to just uh, brag a little bit about our show? Sure. Um, we, the latest uh, ranking numbers are out. Uh, they do this a couple times a year. The uh, They take polling numbers. They call people randomly and ask them what they listen to, that type of thing. And when we came over to KDAL Radio... Uh, a lot of people said, oh, it's going to be the death of your, you know, your conservative show. That's kind of a liberal station. It might not do too well. Well, our numbers are out again, and we've gone up in every rating category again. I want to thank our listeners, number one. I want to thank you, number two, because you've helped keep the show sharp. You you do such a fantastic job of... Uh, you know, being producer, but you're also, a, you know, a partner on the show and you uh, get your two cents in as much as you can with me talking. But it's really been great. And I understand our podcast numbers are going up as well. And maybe you can once again tell people uh, how how they can listen to our podcast. Yeah, Brad, it's simple. You go to our website, kdal610.com. And if you're on your desktop computer, you just click on the podcast bar up above, and you'll see the podcast pop up. I'll click on Sound Off with Brad Bennett. You'll see a picture of me and you. Good. And, uh, yeah, you can listen. You can uh, pick and choose the day and hour you want to listen to. You can go back as far as you want to go. But, uh, yeah, kdal610.com to listen to the podcast. And uh, you can stuff. do it on your phone as well. And we we love you to spread the word about that because the more people that listen to that, the higher our uh, podcast numbers go. And and we're we're ranking right in there with the top ninety some stations in the company. I think. Well, eighty. I think it's eighty stations. 80, um, yeah. Eighty, okay. eighty-one. But uh, one final thought on the podcast is that yes. uh, I do add description of that hour that you're listening to. It's primarily for me, so I can reference back. But I, I think it's also for people that maybe want to look and see what that, maybe there's something. Oh, Brad talked about the school board uh, funding, and I'll include right. that in there. And so it helps, uh, you know, jar people's memories or what have you. But, yeah, it's at Fantastic. the website. Yeah. Well, listen, Oh, folks, by the way, uh, he's in the yes. house. I'm looking across from Pete Wood. Pete Woods. <laughs> All right. The handsome my my wife would say the handsomest logger in the woods, without a doubt. She she just uh drools every time she <laughs> drools. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's a married man, Brad. I know, I know, but that doesn't stop women from drooling, I don't think. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway 
Anyway, uh, really quick before we run out of time here, I do want to remind you, it's mild temperatures outside. It's nice. Your car might think it's a good deal because it's not freezing. But you know what? Gas prices are going up again. They are starting to go up a little bit around the country. You know, with prices the way they are, your vehicle you want to make sure that it runs and is taken care of to its maximum fuel efficiency. Well, Henriksen's Auto Repair, a Napa Auto Care Center, with the 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty on qualified services and repairs, they are the trusted, locally-owned family business with trustworthy technicians extensively experienced on Subarus. In fact, if I owned a Subaru, I wouldn't take it anywhere else. But... Over and above Subarus, they have a vast knowledge of all auto repairs. They get it right the first time. So visit Henriksen's Auto on Facebook or call them at 218-606-1145. They can be found at the corner of 15th Avenue East and 2nd Street in Duluth. Henriksen's Auto. Get it fixed right the first time. Well, we're uh, we're running out of time here, but I do want to tell you there's a couple of other things happening in the Northlander that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, Kenny, have you ever been up to Cloquet to Pedro's Grill and Cantina? I have, actually. Jan and I have been there. Yes, it's a super place, uh, very authentic food and great service. Well, they just opened the long-vacated epic restaurant location and lounge over at 32 23 Tower Avenue in Superior. And you know what? There has been a steady flow of customers over there. Um, They brought in, they didn't do too much. It was a beautiful location in the first place. The parking lot, they got a huge parking lot. It's been full of cars, I understand. But they have the authentic taste of Mexican food. And uh, they've tried to keep it basically authentic, just like the Cloquet uh, location. And uh, I think it's going to be a huge uh, plus in the Northland. So uh, the owner of it from up in Cloquet purchased the building in Superior in July and uh, with plans to open a second restaurant. They've done that now. They've hired and trained staff, and it's up and running. And it's modeled on the successes of the Cloquet restaurant. So I think you're going to find it going to be a real popular place. Anyway. Uh, I was giving you the polling. I said uh, Trump is up 35 points over Nikki Haley in her own state of South Carolina. Do you know what? That's not the only place he's up. Arizona, Trump versus Biden. Trump is 47, Biden 44. Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 41. Michigan, Trump 47, Biden 42. Nevada, Trump 48, Biden 40. And on and on. I mean, it's all the way down through even Pennsylvania. Biden, 45. Trump, 48. Wisconsin, our next-door neighbor. They always keep saying, oh, you can't win Wisconsin again. You can't win there. Trump, 49. Biden, 44. These are all in the latest Bloomberg uh, Morning Consult polling numbers that just came out as of Wednesday, January 31st, which is today, by the way. So these are very factual numbers. And uh, I'll tell you what, if if Trump does win with a fairly substantial number in South Carolina, in Nikki Haley's home state, I, I think it will be time for her to pack it in and understand that there is just uh, too many people in America that want a redo 
of the Trump uh, first term, and they want to see the border closed down. They want to see it tight. Uh, They want to see a lot of things happening that this administration just is not doing. And uh, anyway, we'll see how that goes. But stay tuned, folks, because Let the Sawdust Fly is coming up to you right after the national news here on 610 KDAL. Brad, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take this music up here. This was the band. This was the artist, uh, Frankie Sardo. He was at the Winter Dance Party here in Duluth. He opened the show with this hit song. I said, Betty Lou, you make me feel sad. You sit there laughing while I'm seeming mad. She looked at me with her eyes so cruel. She said, man, play it cool. Oh, what a fake out. Oh, yeah, what a fake out. Man, what a fake out. Oh, yeah, a fake out. Good for you. Oh, what a fake. 